With that said, here he is, the great New York Post columnist. I really do love this guy, Michael Goodwin. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Sid. I, um, I, uh, your your passion is um, very powerful and heartfelt, and I share it. Um, the um, those rallies. I mean, I have to say, I, I, the the out overt expressions of anti-Semitism are shocking. Uh, this is this is out of the closet. People aren't even pretending to hide it. Um, in New York, around the world, other American cities, um, we are witnessing two things that we haven't seen before. First is the attack, and the second is this reaction from uh, some of our neighbors, from people we thought we knew, or at least publicly thought we knew them. Um, this is this is frightening. I mean, the the desire to hate Jews, and that's all this is. We, we shouldn't sugarcoat it in politics or even religion. No, actually, Janine Pirro made the point on this show about an hour ago, and it was a great point, which is there's been a lot of battles, as you know, Michael, in the past over territory, over land. This has nothing to do with that. These people went into homes and murdered families. They are looking to make the Jewish people extinct and i got bad news yes. for them oh there's going to be people going to be extinct after this and it ain't going to be us well and i think among the things that have been revealed here um is that the whole the whole land for peace that uh any kind of outward reach uh, any possibility of israel ever accepting a two-state solution is dead is dead um I think what the what has happened to and let's assume there are some well-meaning innocent Palestinians somewhere who do not abide by this and and recoil at it but those are the people who are never going to have their own country for the foreseeable future because they you know even under Netanyahu the Hamas uh, was granted 20,000 Gazans we're granted 20,000 work permits a day recently. That's correct. So the idea that that uh, Gaza is a prison, I mean, all of these cliches that the left-wing media and the activists make up and then spread them as though it's true. Uh, Gaza was not a prison. Gaza was, was a territory held by terrorists. And Israel did its best to make peace, to work with that group. I mean, they... They liberalized everything about letting Qatar fund things, about letting money come in, about letting Gazans work in Israel. Um, and what did it get them? I mean, this if you're an Israeli, you have to say what fools we were to believe that these people wanted the same things we wanted or to believe them at their word that what they wanted was a two-state solution. Yeah. Now, Hamas has never said that. But the people of Gaza, the, you know, all, all of their defenders in the United Nations, in the world capitals, in academia, they've all said a two-state solution. It's only fair to the Palestinian people. But it, it's not going to happen now. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. No good. I don't want it to. I remember having this argument with Bill Ritter, very famous Channel 7 news anchor, mm-hmm. at an awards breakfast about five years ago. He's one of those fake Jews like Ron Kobe, you know. And he's like, no, listen, the Israelis are at fault. These Palestinians deserve to live the same lives as Israelis do. And until we have a two state, now what's he going to say? Obama. Obama wants to go back to 1967. That son of a bitch. Excuse me, but I'm pissed off today. So all these people have shown their true colors. Uh, I'm not sure if any of them have even changed their minds, knowing what Israel has gone through the last couple of days. But I specifically wanted to target with you. Because I think your local coverage, well, your national coverage is amazing. You're a brilliant man, Mike. Your local coverage is far and away the best. And when I saw the picture of the Palestinian rally, the first one, and that animal, that lowlife holding up his cell phone with a swastika on it, I texted Eric Adams right away. And to the mayor's credit, Michael, it didn't take him three minutes on a Sunday to get back to me. And he said to me, and I quote, we can't stop him. And while he's right, legally, it didn't feel like that was enough for me. Look, uh, I, I agree with you, Sid. I mean, it's it, it, that people now feel emboldened to do this is what boggles the mind. Not that not that it was there, but that they feel emboldened to make to go public with it. Something snapped, and it's almost like. They, they share in the glee of the killers, that there's some animal instinct here that I have to say I, I find shocking and terrifying. Who are these people who celebrate this, who, who defend this? How can anyone defend anything like this uh, when it's so clear what happened? They shot women and children. They raped women and then killed them. They, they did this to taunt parents and grandparents about killing their children and their spouses. I mean, we've, th- th- this is medieval BS. Yeah. This doesn't happen in the modern world. And that it happened to Israelis is a special significance. I mean, here we are how many years after the Holocaust, and there are still people out there who want another one? And some of them live in New York City. A lot of them. Some do. of them are in Congress, yeah. it seems. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're right. The Democratic Party owns this. They own this reaction. Oh, 100%. There's no, yes. It's the DFS. There's no Republicans yes. going to this. There are none. I don't know how. Again, I'll say it again for my brother-in-law, Harry, and my sister, Alana. My brother-in-law, Harry, his parents, wonderful people, Allerton Avenue in the Bronx, they were both Holocaust survivors. Joe and Henya, numbers on their arms. Actually, they, they got separated in Poland and met at a party years later in Bronx. What a beautiful story. And they vote Democrat, and they badmouth Trump. I got news for you, Michael. Enough with the Trump talk. Enough. When Trump was president, there was no issues in Ukraine. 
Of course, when Obama was, they went into Crimea. Then Biden takes over, they go into the Ukraine. When Trump was president, none of our soldiers died in Afghanistan. Thirteen have been killed since Biden took over. When Trump was president, there was the Abraham Accords. There was peace in the Middle East. Even Saudi Arabia was willing to make up with Israel. And now you've got the worst attack since the Holocaust, which you just mentioned. China never even flirted with going into Taiwan. Little rocket man in North Korea stopped firing rockets to Japan. All this is happening now, all of it. And you're going to tell me Trump was lucky? Whatever Trump did, I don't care if he was lucky, if he said nice things to Putin. I don't care if he slept with North Korea as a leader. Whatever he did, the world was fine. And now it's a mess. Look, uh, the world knows when America has a strong leader and the world knows when America has a weak leader. Um, it, it's Joe Biden is acting like a substitute teacher. You know, the the kids, the kids are going to go crazy because it's like a holiday for them. And that's what's happening in the world on, on, on a on a dramatic scale. I mean, all of these autocrats rising up, seizing what they see as an opportunity. Look, I, I think there's no question that in many ways America is in a long a long range decline. We have been declining in by various measures for for some time. Nonetheless, this is a dramatic decline that we are witnessing in the last three years, whether it's the border. We had immigration problems before. We never had a problem like this. Immigration problem. How many times in the four years Trump was president did you write the word migrant in the New York Post? Right, right. Not did, once. Right. Well, only only to defend his policies against those who called him, you know, Racist. anti anti something, right? Anti immigrant, anti Muslim, you know. And don't forget, you know, when he when he had the the China ban because of COVID, you remember people forget this. He also had a ban on these terrorist countries, and he was yeah. described as a racist and a Muslim hater and an Islam hater. And again, nobody was dying, Michael. Call him yes. what you want. Nobody was dying. And so you have Joe Biden coming in. He's going to put his stamp on it. The left-wing Democratic Party is going to say, we're going to do everything differently. And they have. To their credit, they have. And look at the results. That's whether it's the border, whether it's China's assertiveness, North Korea, and, of course, Hamas and Iran. Right? I mean, each of these are clear result of Joe Biden's policies and actions. You want to keep it home? What, what, and how about, the, how about the illegal crisis in every one of our major cities? How about the crime in every one of our major cities? How about inflation is still high at 3%? Yep. Interest rates are strangling Americans. You can't go for dinner. I mean, it doesn't matter if you go abroad or keep it home. What has this man done right? What has he done right? I, I Honestly, I can't think of anything. Um, I, I think he's made a mess. I think he's made a mess of our country and of the world. And you talk about inflation. I saw a different measure recently that essentially over when he came to office and now, in general, prices are almost 17 percent higher. So when people go to the supermarket or the, or the gas station, they're not wrong when they say, boy, you know, the headline says 3 or 4 percent, but this feels like a lot more. And it is a lot more. 
And it's because of the policies. Just take the oil thing. If you're going to strangle American producers and force all of this stuff into electric, you are going to raise the prices. It's a world market. If you take American oil off the market, if you prevent it from coming on the market, you're going to get this. If you don't let pipelines be built, I mean, all of these things are a direct result. I mean, I have to say, Sid, I'm surprised that it happened so quickly. I mean, I didn't. I thought the policies were wrong, but I am shocked at how quickly the results have deteriorated. I mean, this is extraordinary. This guy, and yet he hasn't learned a thing. He doesn't learn a thing. That's what's really amazing. And, and yet, this is why I think we are right to question his mental faculties. How can you look at this? and say, job well done. Because he's not making the decisions, because there's an evil uh, team around him, led by Barack Obama and others. I mean, you don't think for one minute that Joe Biden makes any real important decisions on his own, which is even scarier. If I knew, for example, Michael, that it was just Biden, he lost his mind, he lost his faculties, and this is why some of this is happening. But all these decisions, Iran, for example, that's not Biden, that's Obama and Kerry. So now Biden continues it because Obama's his his, uh, his mentor, he loves Obama. So the problem is, there is a larger evil Democrat force at play here, which goes above and beyond Joe Biden's uh, issues. I, I agree with you on that, basically. I, I, you know, we don't know the specifics of how this works. Um, I, uh, the reason I focus on his mental decline is that I don't I, I can't I just can't get my head around the idea that he understands what is happening, because anybody of the right mind who is president now would not be pleased with this. I mean, this idea of Biden, Bidenomics working, it's baloney. It's not even close. It's a disaster. So then, it's an absolute right, disaster so you're, for, for you're, the working see, class. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. But you're a journalist, like you're a real journalist. I'm a doping radio host, okay? I'm here to entertain for the most part. Now, days like today in the last two days, clearly I'm devastated. So you hear a little more, a little more of an emotional, Sid Rosenberg. But for the most part, you know, you're a real top-notch journalist. And you're working with people, 99% outside of a couple people at Fox News and Newsmax, 99% that are saying, forget about what Biden says, he's doing a good job. They want him back at president. Fifty one percent. Fifty one percent of Americans would vote for Joe Biden today. What am I missing? I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, um, can I can I just detour one second, Sid, into, into a point I think we'll, we we agree on strongly, which is this the language that much of the media and the left is using to describe uh, Hamas. They are calling them fighters and militants. And I am, my head, this to me, in my profession, this to me is such a, 
scandalous moment. They are terrorists. They are terrorists. And I am no fan of Jonathan Greenblatt of the American uh, AJC, I think it is, or uh, Defamation League, AD, uh, right? ADL. Uh, yes, ADL. But he, yeah, he's a former Obama person. I think he's made it a very partisan organization. But to his credit, he went on MSNBC yesterday and ripped them a new one, telling them, I said, I don't know who's writing your scripts. But these people are not militants. They are not fighters. They are terrorists. I made the same comment in my column last Sunday about the New York Times. Since then, I've been on the lookout everywhere. Who's using the word militant and fighter to describe these animals? And, of course, it's the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, Fox News, much of Fox News, the Wall Street Journal even. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. They, they, they describe Hamas as a terrorist organization, but the members who carry out the terror are fighters <laughs> wow. or militants. Wow. How, if it's a terrorist organization, how are the people you know, abducting children and shooting uh, women and children, how are they not terrorists? What, is, what does the definition mean? It means that you seek to create fear, terror, right? You terrorize people. That's what they're doing. That's what they did. How can you call them anything else in good conscience? I mean, look, I, I'm all for journalists being even-handed, but you can't be stupid. You can't deny reality for the sake of some rule. But, of course, this is the NPR approach. This is, oh, we don't want to offend. But, you know, it, 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 it's the thing that <clears throat> galls me most. And they always make these mistakes in one direction, Right. If there were, there's always hard line right, there's, but there's never hard line left. Ever. Right? Yeah. Right? There's yeah. right wing no, Republicans, but there are no, no. left wing no. Democrats. Right? This is, this is the media prejudice yep. that I think is distorting a lot of what people yep. think about what's going on in the world and in our country and in our city. Even 1010 wins, and my dear friend Chris Olivero runs that station. He runs uh, WFAN, a bunch of these stations. My beautiful wife, Danielle, yesterday heard a Jewish reporter, his name is Rosenberg, he shares the, name, the same name as, as we do, describing the pro-Palestinian rallies almost, uh, he was actually defending it, to be honest with you. I just got this uh, text from a friend of mine, an Israeli commander found in a home 40 babies dead, and some of them had their heads cut off. Those are your fighters. Uh, Michael Goodwin, you're, yeah. um, you're terrific, I love you, and I appreciate you coming on this morning, and... Um, Hopefully next time we'll talk, we'll get back to uh, the regular uh, fun back and forth. But I appreciate your, your, your emotional and terrific content you provided today. Thank you. Thank you, Sid. God bless you.